special. TV Donut Bono So we are here to tell you about our Christmas episodes. Yes. Hi. Anyway. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Yes. And of course. A silent and respectful Ramadan. Happy Festivus. And Merry Christmaka. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a throwback. Super holiday. Uh, yes. Created by one Seth Cohen of the OC. <laughs> in the early aughts. In the early aughts. And celebrated like in my household, at least, for a few years. Excellent. Yeah. Actually? Yeah. Good. Wow. Good. We were a dual, dual, not religion, because we had no religion. Dual, uh... Dual faith household? Not faith. It's like... But, you know how, like, you can be, like, religious Jewish, or you can be, like... Secular Jewish? Yes. So it's, like, Christmas can be, like, a Christian holiday, but it's, like, I I believe in Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah, you're not, you're not, uh, doing the Midnight Mass. So it's, like, mass. more, like, dual traditions than dual faiths. All right. Okay. That makes sense. And Christmas worked for us. So that's <laughs> I think. Good. I don't think we, I ever. Celebrated. We also celebrated Festivus a couple of times. Yes. Festivus is the fun one. There's also Ludacristmas, which was uh, Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock. Yeah. Steph and I love to do Ludacristmas when we can. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I guess we should tell them this is our bonus episode. TV no, donut. this is a Christmas special. And this is our episode. Christmas Sorry. special. Christmas the, special. The final episode of the year. Yes. Oh, this very is a, not a bonus episode. This is. It's its own thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. And which hopefully will become an annual tradition. Oh, it already is, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, and then we can branch out to favorite Halloween episodes, favorite Valentine's Day episodes. <laughs> Valentine's Day is the greatest holiday. Do you actually really? No, it's the worst. Okay, just check <laughs> it. Just check it in. But it does for some good TV because it's always drama on Valentine's Day. Yes. Always. Yes. But uh, now we're talking about Christmas. And this this week we're talking about our top five each favorite Christmas specials of all time. Favorite cre- Christmas, Christmas episodes. episodes. Well, both. Yes, either one. Yeah. Either Anything, one. any television show that does a Christmas themed episode or any television special that would only air on television. Mm-hmm. Like like Downton Abbey did this. They did the season and then in December they released like usually a two hours Christmas Right. Black special. Mirror did Black it. Black Mirror. Yeah. Doctor Who. Oh man. All of those British shows. I know. When, oh I just uh, gotta change my list now. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy when they were going off the air they all went on Conan and um, Charlie and Kim Coates, who play Jax and Tig, got yes. in a fight on the air about whose idea it was to have a Christmas special Sons of Anarchy episode. They, like, pitched it to Kurt Sutter as a joke that they should do, like, a very special Christmas episode. And Charlie was like, who comes from a country where every TV show has its own special oh Christmas God. episode? And Kim Coates was like, me, Canada. <laughs> and they all started laughing. It was so hilarious. But, yeah, so England is super famous for their Christmas episodes. Yeah, they are. But any kind of, I would say, 22-episode series especially. Mm -hmm. We'll have a Christmas episode. Usually follow the holiday schedules. Yeah. Yeah, Because it's a big event, and, you know, it's a great time to have everyone together and Mm -hmm. and use those kind of cliches of, of how happy people should be or how things should go. Like, I tried to... I watched a bunch of Christmas episodes last weekend to figure out which one was my favorite. Right. 
and I tried to figure out like what the the similarities were between each episode whether it's like a drama or a comedy they still all had like you know obviously Christmas music a lot of them had carolers mm-hmm. a lot of them had someone that had to dress up like Santa a lot of them had someone desperately searching for the correct gift yeah. that was going to make their significant other happy yeah so it the was same tropes a lot of over themes. and over yeah definitely but I never get tired of them no I love and I'm, I don't know it's a good idea to make a Christmas episode I agree. even when your show's over it's still going to be putting that into rotation during the season I'm yeah. for it I couldn't decide what my criteria was before I started watching them and briefly thought like okay I'm gonna rate them by like how soon into the episode I start crying oh my god, oh my god. okay fair enough <laughs> but I, I totally went off on that because there were some that were straight up just hilarious that I liked a lot so on, on that note actually I will I will chime in and say that every single one of mine is a comedy there you go and, yeah, I have no okay. drama on here. But one of the ones that I watched that was a comedy that didn't make my list was an episode of Parks and Rec that totally Citizen made me cry. Mm-hmm. So I think that comedies can still pull those heartstrings. Oh, yeah. It's just oh, yeah. some of them that I watched were straight-up comedy <laughs> and, like, played for comedy and were just so great, even though, you know, the Roswell Christmas episode is all about Max saving an entire ward of kids with cancer. Oh, my God. And, of course, I was sobbing my eyes out, but it's like it still wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Are there... Even though I cried a lot. Okay, so your criteria is how soon you cry. Saskia, what is what's your criteria for your list? What's Just your... pretty much the ones I've seen a lot and still love to this point, and the episodes that, yeah. Just in general, I have seen all of these shows in its entire in their entirety, mm-hmm. and even out of all the episodes, these are some of my favorites, which was the reason why they. They stuck with you. They made it on the list. So it's I, longevity. I had, I had seven, and I had to get it down to five, so two of them were special mentions, but oh. it wasn't... So I didn't really have all that many to... To, to chip away chip at? Chip away at. Fair. Yes. And what about you? Uh, yeah, for me, strong. I went, uh, much like Saskia, longevity, ones that stuck with me, but also ones that have influenced my perception of Christmas, because some of these things change the holiday for me. Yeah, you same. Know, see like them in the Christmas and... Festivus. Christmas, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, All it, these fake holidays that so many people celebrate as real holidays now. Yeah, and then you, you start incorporating them into it. So I don't know. I like the way. And that, imagine uh, getting to be responsible for that, being the person that put that down on a piece of paper <laughs> and made it come out of someone's mouth, and like ten years later, with the OC, even more with Seinfeld, mm-hmm. and it still gets mentioned every Christmas. Yeah, so we yeah. still think of Festivus as like. Hilarious and amazing. It's oh, so great. Okay, let's get into it. Who okay. wants to go first with their number five? I would love to. Choose right. right. Okay. Uh, uh, there was a second there where I thought I'd have to change it and slip Black Mirror in, but I'm going to stick with this. It's number five. It's a Christmas classic, Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Every Who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot, but the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Now, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be perhaps that his shoes were too tight. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. 
28 minute, technically a short film, but made by CBS. 28 is fine. Yeah, it's it's long. It's basically the length of a half hour sitcom. Great little story. Dr. Seuss, great art. Boris Karloff in the lead, and he's the narrator, which is mm-hmm. bizarre. But yeah, it's it's one of those ones that I go back to every year. I just almost don't out think of tradition. I've seen it. I'm sorry. That's well, you're from Germany, so yeah, yeah, probably is the reason. I have seen it. I mean, it's on every Christmas. So when you're a kid, it's like that. Rudolph and a couple of other ones. Mm-hmm. You can't avoid it. Yeah, really. I was never a huge fan as a kid. I I can't even tell you why. I've never seen the Jim Carrey version. I have. That's yeah, not, I it's have seen. it's. But Good. I do love the story, I, and I, it's I totally it. classic, and it totally makes me feel like it's Christmas. Yeah, but exactly. But yeah, definitely wasn't... I wasn't ever into any of those cartoon ones when I was yeah. a kid. Oh, it's, it's a total trigger. It's like a Christmas trigger for me. Yeah. As soon as Christmas rolls around, it like starts popping into my head, so I yeah. know I have to watch it just to like get the season over with. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if it's just on the TV in the background. And there's songs, right? The music... Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. There's I'm a, just like, thinking, like, I can hear the... Like, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, yeah, is the so one that great. everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah, and then a right. bunch of kind of like happy, hippy dippy He steals songs. the Christmas tree, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is coming so... back to me. I'm sorry. Okay. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so I'm like picturing it no, in my this head. No, this is interesting. Because <laughs> like I think of it as something that everyone knows the entire story off by heart. They no, like must have read yeah. the books. No, I never, we never, I was never uh, when I was little. Yeah. I have seen it, but. Have you ever seen it, Saskia? The, the short? I've seen the movie. You've seen the movie, okay. Yeah, but the movie's the... a totally different thing, I feel but like. But the story is the same. Yes. I think. But it's so and campy. It's, it is super campy. And, it's like, and it introduces all those elements about how the Grinch, you know, used to be down there and then everyone made fun of him when he's really just kind of a, a grumpy guy. Like, yeah. they really stretched it out. Well, it's, yeah, it's two hours versus 30 minutes. Yeah. And it's sort of like comparing, like, watching the Flintstones cartoon to watching, like, live action Flintstones, oh, right? Oh like, my it's just God. not right. Yeah. It's not right. Very Speaking weird. of that, though, I, I, I loved the Flintstones movie. Oh, as I a haven't kid. seen that. So I watched like, it, like, a ton. The live action, action one? Really? The, uh, yes, the live action one with Kyle MacLachlan. Oh, Kyle MacLachlan's the villain, right? Yes. Yes. John and Danny John and Roseanne. Goodman. Yes, that's all I remember about it's it. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's super never, terrible. Isn't Rosie O'Donnell in it? Yeah, yeah. she plays uh, Betty, doesn't I she? Never, and Elizabeth Taylor is in it also. I, know. I never uh, saw it. So sorry, I didn't mean to bash no, one of your okay. favorite it's, movies. It's, it's very terrible. It's totally two different universes. <laughs> I am going to go back and rewatch that movie. It's It's... Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, so okay. number five. My number five is from a very beloved show of mine. Um, it is Futurama. Oh. And one of their three Christmas specials, the second one I went with, and it's A Tale of Two Santas. Oh, I liked that one a lot. Um, Refresh my memory. Yeah, remind us. Uh, Bender pretends to be a second Santa. They uh, try to go for a delivery to Neptune. Mm. And, well, things just go wrong from there, and in the end... Well, the ending is really great. It's where Santa and Bender, both dressed as Santa, bomb the whole world pretty much. And oh, he yeah. tells Bender at the end, if you try to impersonate me again, you will be killed. Right. His, he but, gives him an empty gift, right? Yes. Yeah. He gives him a box. An Wonderful. empty box. Just like on Revenge. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but I did, um, Kanna had this great idea of um, coming up with her favorite quote in the episodes that she picked. So I went back and um, did this for the ones I chose. And this is the one I picked for this episode. And it's Fry. Most often he has the greatest lines in all of these episodes, even though Bender is the greatest character. Um, but this is it. This is not how Xmas is supposed to be. Another thing, they call it Xmas, not yep. Christmas. In my days, Xmas was about bringing people together, not blowing them apart. <laughs> 
Yeah, I remember that episode really well. I think their Christmas episodes are some of the best ones. Yeah, they are. Santa's evil. Yes, Santa's bad, and it's like I, I mean, just don't think that like twist has ever really been. I'm sure some people have done it. Yeah, but it's not utilized as well as they utilize it. You mostly see it in horror movies. (laughs) Yeah, that's That's like that's the big place. Black Christmas or whatever. Well, my number five is also one of my most beloved shows. Also an animated show. Oh. It's The Simpsons. Simpsons. Ooh. Episode one. Season Season one. one. The series. Simpsons roasting on an open fire. It's the very first episode of The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. I mean, before it was, I mean, after it was on The Tracy Ellman Show. And um, 25 years later, like I just watched last weekend, it's still hilarious. It still mm-hmm. completely stands up. The whole storyline is that uh, Lisa wants a pony, Bart wants a tattoo, uh, Marge hasn't managed to save any Christmas money, and then Homer doesn't get his Christmas bonus at work, but yeah. he can't tell Marge and the kids. So he gets a job working as a Santa, but Bart finds out and like busts him at the mall. I mean, he doesn't know it's Homer. He just thinks it's a fake Santa. Then he realizes it's it's actually his dad, uh, which leads to my favorite quote from the episode, which was, you must really love us to sink so low. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true because being a a mall Santa must be really degrading. Hard. Really hard. So after taxes and everything, he only makes $13. (laughs) So they decided to take it down to the dog track, and, um, oh my god, what's his name? His drunk friend? Barney. Barney has, like, a hot tip on a a dog that's definitely going to win, but then they see there's a dog in the race called Santa's Little Helper, so Homer decides to bet all the money on him, because it's a sign, and Bart is like, no, don't do that, and Santa's Little Helper loses the race, and they're, like, about to send him off to the puppy farm, and then they rescue him, and that's how they get the dog. Yeah. So, like, the very first episode of The Simpsons, it's Christmas-themed. You get mm-hmm. to see Moe in the tavern. You get to see, like, Homer and Bart's relationship. And Homer's really different. Like, he, he cares so much about... Too. No, it's the opposite. Like, he cares so much about what his family thinks, and he's, like, actively trying to, like fix his mistakes mm-hmm. like and he's such a so buff- sad for him he's such a buffoon now that he just like stumbles through and like things happen to him mm-hmm. he's much more much stupider he's gotten way stupider as the he's show a totally on. i was so surprised yeah. i was like oh my god you're such a different person in this first season anyways you even get to see some patty selma arguing like so it's like got all the great elements of every great simpsons episode right in the first one anyways yeah. loved it it showed up a lot on like the Yes, Christmas episodes lists. That is my. It was five. one of the three Simpsons episodes I looked at for this. I wonder what another one. We'll get to that later. Yes, but it's fantastic. It's a and classic. also I think Lisa asking for a pony pops up in all three of the episodes. Well, of course. I, I mean, every girl asks for a pony for Christmas. That's like a thing, right? Like oh, if we totally. could, we'd ask for unicorns, but we yeah. uh, we know they're not real. So. <laughs> I had a pony. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Who, who comes from a non-pony having country? From a pony having country to a non-pony having. Country? Um, okay, uh, but, but great answers for number five. Thank yeah. you. Number, we had two animated ones. Yes. We did. Uh, number four, shall I swing away? Yeah, let's just please keep, go let's just keep let's going just keep around that. the horn here, guys. Number four, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas Special, which I chose entirely because of the soundtrack, which is the Vince Guaraldi Trio. Ah. It's like a light jazz album, but it's the only Christmas album that I can listen to at any time of the year. 
saw it on vinyl at Urban Outfitters wow. yesterday when I was doing my Christmas shopping. It's probably seriously overpriced there, but uh, <laughs> very tempting. Most likely quite right. Yeah. It's an amazing album. Um, it's a great, It's I love it too. They were showing the Thanksgiving one on Monday and I missed it and I was sad, but I'm definitely going to watch the Christmas one this year. I love Charlie Brown. I heard the movie Peanuts was great. Yeah. Really? Everyone I know that saw it loved it. And the, even right. the trailers look really good, so... I'm glad it's going so strong. Like something that, you know, was a thing when I was a kid, when my mm -hmm. parents were a kid, when you guys were a kid. Like it just, it's cool. It's, it's really cool. And that's a, that's it, a, that's like a, a syndicated comic that actually has heart. Yeah. Unlike say Garfield, which is right. trash. Uh, oh my God, Garfield. But you don't need to make a movie out of Garfield. Like, no, three don't. panels of Garfield is enough Garfield. Yeah, well, like, things happen in Peanuts, and people have character. In Garfield, it's yeah. just the same Monday, backing spiders, lasagna jokes. Yes. Um, what's, what adorable. else is good? Charlie Brown Christmas is the only Christmas special I picked that actually has anything to do with the holiday, really. Like, with the religious side of the holiday, since Linus recites the nativity story from the gospel directly. Wow. Which is... Pretty interesting yeah. and very informative. I don't know. It's um, it stands out for that. Plus, it's I thought I think the '60s, so yeah, I know. Is it like from another era. It's altogether. been on since I was alive. That's yeah, all I know. <laughs> It'll be on after we die. Yeah, exactly. It'll exist long after we don't anymore. I'm also adding. They're very sentimental choices for you. Well, the first couple for yes. Sure. I don't know. It's couple. a sentimental holiday. It is. Yeah. Yes. Um. So that's my number four, Saskia. What you got? Uh, I had a different one in this spot, but I switched it, bumped it up one, we'll switch these two, um, but love them both. Yeah. The, another show that I love very dearly, um, and it's from creator Larry David. Oh. Wonderful genius, Larry David. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and it's the episode Mary, Joseph, and Larry. Mm -hmm. The gist of it is that Larry eats, uh... The nativity cookies that Cheryl's sister, who is uh, Deandra from It's Always Sunny, yes. was uh, baking the night before, and he eats them as a midnight snack. And it's, uh, it's a big problem. As they always do on Curb. Uh, yes, and I have chosen a Susie quote, which was not hard to do, because she often has, once again, the greatest lines in this. Please scream it. Is that his wife? No, Susie no, is it's um, his agent's wife. Jeff Green's wife. Okay. And she's a nightmare. Gotcha. The worst person. I haven't seen a single episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So oh you my guys, god. Do you like to feel really uncomfortable? No, I hate it. <laughs> then you That's would not I don't like watch Curb. it. <laughs> and Susie, she, she screams everything pretty it much It took me forever time. to get into Curb because the first year when I tried to watch it, I just, 
would watch 15 minutes, he'd get into the trouble, and then I'd be like, I, I, I can't watch this alone, I gotta leave the room. Oftentimes, just... I am on Larry's side, which makes the show so hard for me to watch, is that he is in the right, and everybody else is acting completely irrationally. Well, that's because it's from his point of view. But he's he, supposed to be the one. He the show. He's, I know, but he's supposed he to be the one. He created the show, he's the star of the show. <laughs> it's true, but it, like the show's based around people overreacting. Yeah. And it's just... It's, it's just oh, spirals oh. Out, of, out of control. Everything just goes way beyond. And because he's so, he, he always respond. He always he never deals with it in a diplomatic way. No. So everyone it's, turns on him. It's oh god. Okay, just tell. I can't. I can't talk about this. I don't. I can't yell it because otherwise, it will right. explode. Gotta watch those levels. Wait till I get my hands on that goddamn Larry David. That four-eyed fuck. I'll kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Then. Yeah, she's a real piece of she work. She yells everything, and she's pretty much just angry at Larry all the time, and it's amazing. Right. It's so great. Good times. Yeah, it is. Merry so, Christmas. Merry Christmas. I feel like he would be Jewish and wouldn't be celebrating he Christmas. He is Jewish. So why is he making it? Because his he wife ate the cookies. Well, his, his, his wife's family is extremely Christian, right? and they have come to visit, and she wants to let them have it, and he's, like, I think he was... Maybe gonna just stay out of it, but because he ate the cookies, he had to. Someone told should have told them about Christmaka. <laughs> like solves all those problems. He's not. Yeah. Does he, he's not really in that into Judaism either, though. No, right? not, like he's not, not really not religious. Really. He's just yeah. kind of like. Well, again, like I think there's a huge difference between people like that are culturally religious mm -hmm. and people that are like religious, religious. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, my number four is an episode we all know very well. We have watched it together in this Ooh. very room. It is Veronica Mars, season one, episode 10, and Eccles' family Christmas. And Piers, you just said, like, you know, it's a sentimental holiday. For me, it's like a lot of the episodes I picked were like a family drama because yeah. that's, that's my holiday, right? So this is that amazing episode where Veronica and Keith are both working a case involving the Eccles family. Mm -hmm. uh, Keith is trying to track down... Uh, Mr. Eccles' stalker. Oh, yes. He's getting weird notes left inside the house. He gets a pumpkin with his face carved into <laughs> it. And then Veronica is trying to track down. Logan had a big poker game. Mm -hmm. Weevil won the money, and the money disappeared. Yes. So Weevil strips all the boys down into their underwear. And, like try to, They can't find the money, and he starts stealing their stuff, mm -hmm. their laptops, things of that nature. So Veronica gets involved. And tracks down the person that stole the money. So it's just, it's like back in the first season. So Veronica and Logan are totally like enemies, which is kind of tough. But it my is. favorite line from the episode is Logan talking to Veronica. And he says, Annoy, tiny blonde one. Annoy like the wind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, again, it's like, fake snow in California and huge trees and then, you know, California gets Christmas stabbed things. at the end so there's blood and drama. And Whenever I see a Christmas in California on TV, it's so, it, it's very strange. To it me. is very strange. It's hard to think of Christmas like south of Oh, I don't know, Minnesota. Yeah, you know when I they know. don't have snow, and you're like, "What's?" Ugh. We were we were just in San Francisco in Union Square. It's it's surrounded by palm trees, and in the middle they already have the Christmas tree set up, and it was 20 degrees, and it was like this is super strange. Yeah, but it's so normal for them, right? Yeah. But what's funny is on TV they always make it snow. That was another mm -hmm. thing, and this like in 
several of these episodes, they're experiencing a heat wave, and then it snows. It snows. <laughs> like, it just not... I mean, in Veronica, it was fake snow. Mm-hmm. They paid someone to come and spray snow on their lawn. But in the other ones, it was, like, actually snowing. And it was like, <laughs> that would never happen. But anyways, Veronica Mars, loved that episode. Loved getting the chance to watch it again for probably the umpteenth zillionth time. I think if I had seen it more than one time, it would have made my list as well. But it's been a while now, and I need to rewatch it. Yeah, and that's a, to truly. And that's not one you can watch dis- divorced from the rest of the series. I don't think either. so. Not not unless you're familiar yeah, no, with the it's, show. Well, yeah, you've never seen the show, but it's total bottle episode. There's no Lily Kane mentions. Mm. There's nothing. Okay. It's like it all takes place at Logan's house, basically, and she's just investigating the different suspects at the poker tournament. Here's a question. Tonality. Happy ending all around? No, he gets stabbed at the end. Oh, that's right. By his stalker. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it does not end. Uh, the last line of the episode is, no, Veronica, there is no Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> so very different from the stuff we've listed so far. Yeah. I wrote, snow, carols, and a stabbing. That's how it ends. <laughs> so there you go, guys. If you're not in the mood for, like, happy, cheery, family greatness... Watch some Veronica Mars Christmas of, at the Eccles family. An Eccles family Christmas. All right, number three. Number Here's, three. Right. I was going to talk about Woodland Critter Christmas from South Park, which is another super dark episode. It appears in my list. In, oh, excellent. At one point. Well, I'm, I just this second decided to change it to the one that tied, which was Frasier. So you're excluding it entirely rather than bumping Woodland Critter Christmas up and getting rid of one of your other two? No, I love Woodland Critter Christmas, but I know that you're going to discuss it, so I'm going to discuss something else. All right, that's fair. <laughs> right? Um, and it's enough to know that it it was there. Right. It was there. It's, like, it's... I, I know, like, that's what I like so far is everything you guys have said has been in my, like, the top 20 that I had to, like, carve away at. I am so, like, I'm sure there's dozens of episodes I haven't thought of that should be on my list. I've been stressing about it, but I can't. I can't go no, forever. Can't. I didn't yeah. have, I just, yeah, I I didn't have any. I just had to draw a line at all. I bet you there's a million, like, original 90210 Christmas episodes that I love. Like, there's got to be a good Dawson's Creek one in there somewhere. Oh, my God, there's one where Busy crashes a car through a house. So it's like, I yeah. There's so much. There's so, there's so much. Don't even think so about it. So let's variety it as much as we can. And exactly. then like, all agree that all of these ideas are awesome. So this one came to me. I've been letting Frasier play as background radio lately, as I do, because it's so great. It's like a radio play. This is uh, Merry Christmas, Mrs. Moskowitz. Uh, Frasier is out buying a menorah for mm-hmm. his son, Frederick, because his ex, Lilith, is Jewish. And he uh, just bumps into this woman, basically, who sets him up on a date with her daughter. They start getting along. Then he finds out that she's Jewish. They think that he's Jewish. Uh, so they come over for dinner one night and he's trying to hide the fact that they're getting ready to celebrate Christmas and the mother and daughter have this antagonistic relationship and the more that they try to hide it and he tries to get his family in on the lie, the worse it goes because they're organizing a nativity downstairs. You know, Niles shows up as Jesus, dressed as Jesus and Eddie's wearing a little Santa outfit or reindeer ears at one point, you know, just constant well, stuff like I mean, that. Fraser is definitely a show I'd like to be more familiar with than I am. It's, I've, seen, I've seen probably a season of episodes, not a season, but like a... The amount of a season. It's one of their first. classic episodes. It's a really, really great one. If you uh, are into Frasier... I am. Kevin oh, Smith and Matt Myra have a podcast called Talk Salad and Scrambled Eggs where they watch... Yeah, I know. 
they watch an episode of Frasier and they discuss it as, oh. as it's playing. Oh my goodness, putting it down. They spend 90% of their time talking about Terminator, James Bond, and or Batman. Now I'm not interested. <laughs> you just talked me out of this podcast. But then we just fast forward through that part. Then each episode they either watch one or two episodes of Frasier mm-hmm. and they talk about everything they're both huge fans and that's one of their favorite episodes so maybe just listen to the one that they did on that episode i'll start with that but i don't need to listen to kevin smith talk about batman any more than yeah no you're right no it's they don't talk about batman they talk about arkham knight they're like obsessed with that game (laughs) that's even worse yeah it's it's a really terrible game but uh it's a hilarious podcast actually they spend most of their time talking about how they spend most of their time talking not <sighs> I love Kevin Smith, but that Kevin Smith machine is oh, so self-referential it's that it's great. driving me crazy. I love it. Anyways, I love my to favorite live in the machine. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, right. my favorite stuff about Fraser is whenever it comes back to his family. So because this woman and her relationship with her mother blows up in front of them, it solves the problem that Fraser and his father were having. So it ends on this beautiful kind of coming together note. And it's just a fun farce, which is when Frasier's at its best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so great app if you don't which like... Which is exactly what Kevin and Matt say. Really? Yes. Oh, well, then I must be right. That they're best when they're when it's a farce. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Frasier's awesome. It's all on Netflix now, so Ooh. check it out. Ooh, yes. At least Americans, maybe not. We may, I don't know if we have it. Get those VPNs, people. Yeah. They're... All right, what's your number three, Sask? My number three... As I perhaps potentially will be on your list as well, I'm not sure, is Afternoon Delight. Oh, yep. That's, yep. From Arrested Development. I watched it. It didn't make my list, but I freaking loved it. You go ahead and talk about it. Then I will throw in my notes on it, too. It's the first time I saw that episode. It was, it's so amazing. It's actually one I quote quite a bit, just because it's the one where Job goes off. Worst that can happen is I can spill, spill some on my $3,000 suit. Come on! Oh, hey. yeah, yeah, the guy in the, the $4,000 suit is holding the elevator, but the guy doesn't make that in three months. Come on! Oh, why don't I just take a whiz through this $5,000 suit? Come on! Hey, need a hand with that? No, well, I want to spill booze all over my $6,300 suit. Come on! Okay, Come okay, on. okay. So should, 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 He's been promoted to that because because of tax reasons. I think Michael was going to go to jail. Uh, Maybe I feel like I I feel like uh, Michael just kind of got screwed again. And then there's a whole B storyline about how they throw the banana stand in the water every Christmas or whatever, and they have to clean it up. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that uh, yeah. People like (laughs) pranksters come along and toss it it again. Oh God. And, And Lucille ends up taking drugs and eating the brownies. Meant for or Oscar made the brownies. Pop Oscar makes her a nice pop brownie. And she eats them and drives into the banana stand. Uh huh. At the very end, and it's yes. It's she drives into it in slow motion, which is my favorite line of the movie, even though nothing is said of the episode. But I did write down. Did you? Did you just write in brackets? Lucille slowly drives into a banana stand. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. I did write down the actual. But actual is it maybe that's inside it? 
It's so funny. That oh, scene. it's Buster. Oh, yeah. It's Buster, and they have to... No, 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 no. Buster has to pull them out with his machine with the, because he's yeah, been playing the crane. The, the crane. Yeah, and he's supposed to be... Where is he? I can't remember where he's supposed to go. It's Job is inside but in the banana costume. <laughs> he's... I literally just watched it last weekend, and I can't remember. Oh, it's because, yes, because Michael is so like, you have funny. no sense of humor about yourself, and Joe bets up. He wears the banana wears suit the banana to prove suit. that he's got a suit. Of, uh, yeah. Then he has to take off the pants because it's too hot. He's like, and then the car <laughs> slips on the banana peel. Yelling at people to party at the party, too. Like he's like a, They're like working at their desks, and then all of a sudden he's like, okay, the party started. Party, party. And everyone's like, why do I work here? He's starting to alienate the employees. He's he like, is. oh, great. Now the president has to worry about alienating the employees. Yeah. The guy in the $5,000 suit. It's just, it's one of their Why don't I just episodes. take a whiz through this $5,000 suit? There's also the quote of Lucille yelling at Michael's like, there was a colored man in my kitchen. It's like, colored? What color was he? Blue. blue. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's Tobias. And he keeps thinking the blue man group are calling him because his phone says BLU. And it's the blue company. It's like, how dumb are you? And in the end, they do call him. Yes! And he's in the shower crying. Oh. Because his ears are were blown into by the horn. Yes. So it's all it's all fantastic. It's such a good episode. I wasn't gonna include it, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, no, no, it's arrested development. I yeah. have to include this. Well, Christmas wise, it kind of has it has a little victory for Michael. He manages it does. to repair the damage that Job does. Because he fires everybody, Job fires everybody and He rehires everyone, gives back the gifts. Yes. Gives out gifts, I mean. <laughs> it's yeah. So great. So yeah. That's, that's a really good episode. Uh my number three. Is a little show called That 70s Show. Yeah. Oh, wow. Season 1, episode 12, entitled The Best Christmas Ever. I love That 70s Show. It's one of my favorite sitcoms. I can watch it nonstop in the background, like you were saying about Frasier. Like, especially the first four or five seasons. I think the last couple seasons are a bit of a mess, but <laughs> they just went on for too long because they yeah. were still making money, which, you know, sometimes you money. can't fault that. Why stop? Exactly. <laughs> But the whole thing is that Kitty and Red are having a par- their annual Christmas party, and uh, Eric wants to have his own party in the basement. Uh, yes. And they ask for money for party supplies, and they give him $40 to buy a Christmas tree and whatever's left over they can use for the party. So they just go and cut a tree off the side of the highway and spend all the money on beer. And then Lori spikes the punch, so all the cheerleaders Jackie and all her friends get really drunk and they're like obsessed with Fez and they think he looks like Ricardo Montalban or somebody <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's just again like the Eric Laurie relationship is so me and Tim like love each other so much but we will do whatever we can to like just like fuck each other over <laughs> any chance we get even though we're like you know if it's, your family is so exactly so that's I love that and then there's a whole love triangle going on with Donna and Eric and Hyde and yes. Hyde and Eric are trying to get Donna Christmas gifts. Like to- that starts in season one. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So um, I actually have two favorite quotes from this episode. The first one's not going to sound funny because I can't do it the way Jackie does it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes she says things that just make me laugh so hard I cry. Okay. This isn't a scene where Hyde's going around. He's asking everyone, "What can you get for Donna?" And he doesn't. Ha- he only has like a couple dollars. And she says to him, "You don't deserve a girl like Donna for six dollars." Yeah. And then just walks away. <laughs> and then my other is a 
very last scene, there's a whole um, B storyline going about Red is working for Donna's dad at this, like, electronics store. Yes. And he has to work on Christmas Eve and blah, blah, blah. And then the very last scene, they're, like, saying Merry Christmas to each other. And Donna's dad says, hey, it's the 70s. Men can hug. Mm. <laughs> and I don't know why, but that just made me laugh so much. No, it's kind of... It's the 70s. It's kind of cute. Men can hug. Anyways, loved it. The The presents they got Donna were really sweet. And then she ended up giving Eric um, an ID bracelet and she gave Hyde a pair of socks. Oh, oh so she ends up with a bad gift giver. Pretty clear that she prefers one over the other. Yes. But it was Wait, super which, awkward. Which one? Like, Eric! What's an ID bracelet? Like, it's like, just a like a silver bracelet tag? that has your name engraved into it. It's okay. like a classic like boyfriend gift back in the olden days. Really? For a socks, friend. Uh, yeah, tube socks in a yeah. yeah. So, I want the socks. Yeah. <laughs> At least that. It was pretty clear that she she had a a particular choice. Anyways, and then oh, I forgot the best part. Obviously, the cops show up and take back the tree. Uh-huh. And Katie has because, like a meltdown because she's drunk and it's Christmas. Oh, and she's now having that's problems cool. with her in laws and uh yeah. And then her tree, which is like, you know, her it's pride so- and joy and it's so beautifully decorated, the state troopers come and just drag it out of the house. Yeah. Because <laughs> Eric stole it. <laughs> and then they get busted for drinking at the party and la, la, everything la, la, is ruined. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I like to hear. I like, yeah. I like a big explosion at the end like yeah. that. Anyways, love it. Okay. So good. Uh, number two. The round of number two. We're nearing the top of the list here, guys. Top two. Top two. Top two. Mine's The Strike by strike. Seinfeld. Same. Is, your number two is also The Strike? Same. Let's, let's tag team this motherfucker. Yes. And at the Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. And is there a tree? No, instead there's a pole. Requires no decoration. I find tinsel distracting. <laughs> Frank, this new holiday of yours is scratching me right where I itch. Let's do it then. All right. Festivus is back! I'll get the pole out of the crawl space! Uh, so, obvious, two big creations that have entered... Like, I mean, Seinfeld's famous for making things up that have entered... It just Hold entered on. normal pop culture. Yeah. Is the, the strike, like, in the math, like the masturbation strike? No, 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 no that's, that's the, that's the, the fact. Kramer, it's Kramer Or no, no, that's the contest. Okay. It's the contest. Right. Yeah. I was like, is that in the Festivus episode the no. same one? And I never knew that in my brain. Okay, thank God. It's Sorry, Kramer guys. working Sorry. at the bagel place, yeah. and he... This reveals why Kramer has never had a job, because after 12 years, H&H Bagels contacts him and says, hey, that strike is over. So he goes back to work at H&H Bagels. <laughs> I forgot about that. See, and it's it's weird because it's a Christmas episode that has nothing to do with Christmas. Yeah, it yeah. introduces a Festivus, Frank Costanza's holiday that it's is so now great that it's called the Strike, which right? yeah. Which when you think about it, it's the Festivus episode. Yes, really, the Strike is. What season is it from? Oh gosh! Oh wow! Uh, season. It's okay if you don't know. It's later. Yeah, it's later. I was, I was gonna say five or six. Wow, I was late. Okay, keep a, going. Okay. Bagel strike. So it's got uh, the bagel strike. You've got the introduction of Festivus, which is Costanza, uh, the Costanza holiday that George despises. Yes, and we all love. We all, Yeah, it's so it great. Season nine. Season nine? Episode ten. The final wow. season? It's yeah. only nine. Yeah. So yeah. this is a late, this is a real late game introduction. Yes, it is. Man, you know what? That's probably for the best because it's so popular. If the show had kept going, we would have seen it every year. That's yeah, crazy. I really thought it was like one of the original episodes. No, it's very late. Also, well, we don't get Frank in the in the first 
like no, how many seasons? In the first season or two, they're either entirely off stage or weren't there separate actors? No, there was a different actor for Jerry's father. For Jerry's father. In the first only in one episode, I think. Or the The first first season. Much like with Kramer. Because Kramer is unseen for a little yes, while. Yes, yes, that yeah. is true. And uh, he's kind of a different character when before we meet him. Yeah. Like I th- uh, he's much more like not crazy. Ben Stiller's amazing parents. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're so great. Um, what else? What else? Oh, and the human fund is introduced in this episode. Of course. Which is now like a traditional, if you're requesting a gift and you just want money. Uh, I've made a donation in your name to the human fund. A donation has been made in your name. To the human fund. So it's mostly like two subplots from this episode that make it into a wonderful Christmas episode. Because like the rest of the story, Elaine's plot is she's trying to get back a Subway sandwich card that she gave to a guy with a fake number on it. So it's all about her trying oh, to get back this she had free, a free sub. Exactly. <laughs> but it's also a horrible, horrible sub. She's like, I've done this 23 times. It's like... Getting to the end of a horrible movie. She's yeah. She's just. I, she has to finish it. She's which is part of her compulsive character, which yeah. I love. Um, that I, I mean, that's it. Festivus, the Human Fund. You get why this episode's important for Christmas. Yeah, I, I have a quote here too. Please. What happened to the doll? Question. It was destroyed, but out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> Festivus for the rest of us. What's your favorite part of Festivus? He's a brilliant... I enjoy the airing of the grievances. Yes. (laughs) The airing of the grievances is pretty great. Welcome, newcomers. (laughs) The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. You, Kroger. My son tells me your company stinks. Oh, God. We'll get yours in a minute. Kruger, you couldn't smooth a silk sheet if you had a hot date with a babe. I lost my train of thought. I'd like to see the feats of strength. Yeah. Where you have to, like, wrestle someone, but I don't want to be involved in it. I just want to watch. I would be involved. I would lose. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no I don't idea. Know. You seem tough. No, not tough. Yeah, strong. No. Oh, okay. There's a very big difference. Like I've dislocated both my shoulders. They would just fall out if I had to arm wrestle someone for any reason. Ooh, so uh, uncomfortable. Yes. All right. Well, nice Anything job. Else very you good. Want to say about the festivus holiday before I tell you what my number two is. Okay, it will be celebrated very shortly. I hope by everyone. Yes, of course. Get your polls ready. Lay it on. Festivus polls. <laughs> okay, I have to watch that. I didn't put it on my list of ones to watch because I knew you guys would both have it on your list. Yes. And like we said, like these are all great episodes. I just wanted a little bit of variety, so I tried to stay more in my lane with like the super cheese drama shows but mm-hmm. now I really want to just watch that episode because <laughs> it's amazing it's so great oh season nine though I can't believe that I just don't believe that's true it no, is I it's know true. it's true but it just seems wrong it's, it's because Krieger comes over for dinner and Krieger is when George is working at that when he's working at the fabric the textile and he can't get fired oh yeah yeah no yeah. no 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 no, that's not it. Sorry, no, that's the, the wrong one. At yes. the baseball place? No, he got fired from that. You mean the yeah. Yankees? The Yankees. <laughs> the Sorry, guys. I love that. Sorry, no, Krieger is one of his best that. bosses. Timo! I yeah. swear to God, I have seen Seinfeld. <laughs> 
Krieger is the boss who just kind of doesn't care about his yeah. company. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's a big yes, yes. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. My number two is always you know my number one. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, season three, episode ten. It's called Amends. Now, normally, and I think Saskia can back me up on this, the uh, Angel flashback-heavy episodes are not my favorite. Yes, I agree. It's like, it's so much period. Also, you're with a bunch of characters we don't actually know. I mean, sometimes we do if it's like Drusilla or Blondie, whatever Mm -hmm. her name is, and I can't think of right now. Or sometimes Spike is there. Uh, Yeah, well, that makes everything fine. Yes. But, uh, yeah. But this is the exception. This this whole episode is all about Angel's having nightmares and he's seeing visions of people that he's killed. Uh, the first one is a man named Daniel that he, he killed on Christmas mm-hmm. way, way, way back. And it's just, you know, again, another theme was like ghosts, people being haunted by their bad deeds and having to like figure something out. But then it turns out there's actually... Uh, the first evil has come to Sunnydale and it's like affecting Angel and it's trying to get Angel to kill Buffy so that he will turn back to being evil again. And Buffy and Angel are currently ignoring each other because they realized after they have the sexy times that he lost his soul and she had to kill him and now he's <laughs> back and he doesn't know why. So, are you shopping? You're probably not shopping. I couldn't sleep. Vampires probably not that big on Christmas now that I think about it. Not as a rule. But you're good? I'm, I'm all right. You? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I um, was just getting some Christmas gifts for the gang. Um. I better go for the magic store closes. Angel? What is it? I mean, I, I could talk about this episode for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's an amazing love triangle going on between Willow, Oz, and Xander at this point because. Cordelia and Oz caught Willow and Xander kissing. Yes. And then Willow tries to make it up to Oz by, like, offering to have sex with him, basically. Because her parents are out of town. And this, I have a couple quotes on this one, too. Sorry, guys. No, that's okay. When she's telling him that she wants to have sex, this is the exact thing that she says to him. We could do that thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's and she has like very white plain. The whole room's like set up with like it's like the most insane thought of like what you would think is sexy. And she's so awkward and weird. And he's just like, no, like we're fine. You don't have to prove anything to me. Like let's you know have sex when we're both like okay, it's sex time. Like you yeah. don't have to be like this whole weird situation, which is really scaring me. Yeah. And it's just an awesome fucking scene, and I love it so much. There's also a great scene in this episode with Giles and Angel, which you don't get too much over the series. Giles is my favorite. He has to go to Giles for help, and, like, their last interaction is that he has killed Giles' girlfriend, (laughs) who's one of the ghosts that's (laughs) currently haunting him. 
So oh, no, it wasn't that long. Um, yeah, he like they, he asked him for help because he doesn't know what's happening and all of this stuff. So Angel eventually decides to kill himself. He uh, goes outside and waits for the sun to come up. Ugh. And Buffy understands that it's this evil, the first evil that is doing this to him. It's not really, you know, his guilt or mm-hmm. the, these ghosts that he's seeing aren't really there. Mm-hmm. And she says to him, "If you die now." All you ever were was a monster. And then, boom! It's, even though been a, it's been a heat wave this mm-hmm. whole 45 minutes, it starts snowing in Sunnydale. Oh, The wow. sun never comes up, and they get to spend the day strolling through town, holding hands in the snow, and it's so great, I cried so much. Yay. I was going to say, this is a dark episode, but yes. that's got a real, that's got a great ending. Oh, it's a, it's a Christmas great. miracle. I cried in, in several several parts of this episode and it's such a good episode yeah making me want to finish Buffy yeah, season 3 Buffy was so very rewarding to watch amends anyways that is my number 2 which means we are at our number 1 number 1 I've are... already mentioned what mine is but I I'm excited to hear you mention it twice I will mention it again go on okay for me it's a Simpsons episode one of three potential yeah, Simpsons amazing. episodes. It's Marge Be Not Proud. Which is? Yes. Buy me Bone Storm or Go to Hell. What was the first part of that sentence? Buy me Bone Storm. Bone Storm. Bone Storm. I know, I said it wrong too. <laughs> it's uh, the episode where Bart becomes obsessed with a new violent video game. Marge won't buy it oh! for him. He can't find a way to get it. Can't get the money together. He tries to earn money to get it, but he can't. Uh, so eventually he steals it and he gets caught. And his, and uh, Marge is really, really disappointed in him and kind of, like, ruins their relationship. It's a very lesson-heavy episode. But he, uh, he sneaks back into the mall to get a uh, portrait taken. Because he ruined her. the picture-taking. Because he ruined their picture-taking by getting pulled out of the photo booth. Yeah, and he didn't want to go back to the store. So he gives her the photo and the receipt for the photo to prove that he paid for it and everything's repaired. It's very sweet, but it's very it's tough to watch Marge be like, I don't know my own son anymore. Mm. And she just doesn't know how to interact with him. And it's, it's heartbreaking. It yeah. is. So it's, it's, it does a lot with a little. Simpsons is the best. Oh, or the golden age Simpsons, especially. It's, Holy so, it's all the best. I just love it so much. It is. And I'm very sorry that I wasn't able to include it on my list. Yeah. You should have had that goddamn third episode, Saskia. I, I'm on. sorry. You should have had Simpsons. It's mm-hmm. because they're, mm-hmm. I think for me, it's because they're so lesson driven. Is that they didn't make it on mine. I, I guess that's true. I see a lot of less. I see lessons in the Frasier episode as well. No, I just mean for for a Simpsons episode in general. They most of them for me. What is? You don't think most Simpsons are are lesson driven? There is always something in there, but yeah. they're not like in your face. And I feel like the Christmas ones really go for it. Yeah, well, they are very effective. They're also very dramatic. Yes, much more dramatic than some of the other episodes. Yes, and emotional. Yeah, yeah big emotion. Definitely, emotional. a Simpsons episode generally doesn't have that kind of like awe factor. Usually, <laughs> no, even <laughs> like the one I talked about on my number five is like they get Santa's helper, like yeah. they save a dog. Usually, they're pretty mean to that dog. Yeah. And it's and the dog saves their Christmas. Yeah, and he is there. Exactly, he saves Homer because. That was Homer the Homer doesn't have any presents. And it's almost as good as getting a pony, I guess. Better. 
<clears throat> better. Of course it's better. It's, it's definitely, a pony. Definitely better. Right? I just watched it's that so episode of Seinfeld. I'm sorry I brought it up more than the other one. I'm okay. Um, well, that's mine. Saskia, what's your number one? My number one is also animated, and it's South Park and Woodland Critter Christmas. Yes! They have done... <sighs> Like eight or nine Christmas episodes. Well, the show's been on for seven thousand years. Yeah, so. is it seventeen years now? Since like ninety six? I don't know. It feels a long. Feels like a long time. Um, South Park. Since uh, I, I was in the third grade. Yeah. I can remember wearing a Cartman shirt to class in third grade and being forced to change. I'm gonna say it's at least twelve years because I remember I was in Australia ten years ago and my little cousin was watching it and I was shocked that his parents were letting them and that was the miss chokes on dick season oh. i think that was season four it's season four yeah More so like, it's been like four 13 she, or i think she dies years. in season six yeah yes yeah so i think that it's been at least i'd say yeah 14 or 15 years it's so been, that's South Park that's has not, been on since 1997 uh, yeah. Almost 20 years. Yeah, Almost 20 18 years. years. That's it's amazing. Good. good job, guys. We it's, love you. And I still watch it every week, and every week it's... Well, this Except season's that, been... Booger and Come Song. Well, there was only was a one... I, I think I there was one yet, episode I didn't like, and the rest I have been... They've actually been great this season. Yes. Well, I would like to say I don't always agree with you, but I'm still watching, and... I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. Even Sometimes when I don't... it's good to watch things you don't agree with yeah. so that you think about them. Yeah. And they always make an interesting point. Yes, I agree with that. I agree that it is, it's always something to think about. With me, it's like I can't really decide because sometimes they're giving all the points. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know which one they are trying to, like, and it frustrates me maybe that it's not clear enough. But then it's like, maybe think, I'm just hoping that they're not making the point I hope they're not making. I think they just try to make fun of all the sides. I think so, yes, too. You're right. They do. You're right. everything's ridiculous. And it's like, when the, but it's only the your side part that sort of hurts you. Yeah. And makes <laughs> yeah. you, like, have to think about your beliefs, which is exactly why it's such an amazing show. Sorry, go ahead. Well, just what this episode is about is it's the mind of Eric Cartman telling a story on Christmas in class Mm -hmm. about Christmas, um, and it's about the Woodland Critters. Yes. Who are adorable and also evil. Yes, you meet them and you think, like, oh, how adorable, and everybody's loving them, and then they uh, turn out to eat your body and... And worship Satan. Drink your blood, I think. Yeah, worship Satan. They're trying to bring about the Hail return Satan. of the Antichrist. Yes, which is like the opposite of Christmas, mm-hmm. right? That's like the that's that's bad. <laughs> that's, like, that's, a, that's like reverse Christmas. I just who's want to read pro- all these quotes. Who's here. the protagonist of this episode? Is it Stan or Kyle? It's Stan. Is the it's protagonist, Stan, okay. and Kyle ends up getting AIDS at the end and dying because it's Cartman's story. I can't tell them apart. I I can't ever remember which one's which. Kyle is a Jewish green green hat. Uh, much more. He's the, he's the, the the smart preachy one. Yeah, and I like Stan more. Well, Stan, Stan is also the son of as well. Oh, son he's of the, Randy. Son of the best character of the show. Right, right. He's sort of like the nice one, right? That's like wants everyone to be friends. Kind of, yeah, yeah. He's he's Ish. like the uh, he's, he's the most normal. Yeah, kind of the most balanced everyman kind of quality. Yeah, and just their names. Like I know their personalities. Mm-hmm. and just forget which name is which. Well, they're not as distinctive as Cartman and Kenny. That's for sure. Well, that's easy. Yeah, exactly. But it's also the then it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I, I should have answered this way um, to who the protagonist is. And on that magical day, stumbling, stumbling upon all of that was a surprised little boy in a red poof ball hat. Stan says, what the hell? 
now I'm gonna watch that episode it's too. It's so great. You guys are giving me some good ones to watch before Christmas. Yeah. I love and the we gotta we should mention that the fact that it's Carbon Story is a final reveal. Yes, it like, spoiler alert. Is it? I don't think we even find out about that I until think later on in the episode. Like it starts out as a normal story, doesn't that's, it? That's that's ooh. Kind of possible. I, I thought it started off with him in class, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong as well. I got to rewatch this one. Yeah, me too. Christmas is coming. Yeah. Uh, anything else to add about the Woodland Critter Christmas? I know you love it. Uh, I, I love it. Yes. We all love it. We all love it. Let's be honest. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Hey, look at Santa Claus! Yay! Let's eat his flesh. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, that. that was very dark. Can we please? Can we? Oh, uh, what do you think Santa would taste like? Peppermint. No, that's what I was going to say. Gingerbread. Blood. Some chocolate. <laughs> blood. No, there's no blood. It's syrup. Okay. Oh, syrup. Don't tell people that. They'll try to bite up when they go and sit on his lap. He's a candy man. Don't, don't bite Santa. Don't say that again. Santa's a candy man. No, nope, not one more time. He'll come. Yum, He'll yum, come. Yum, yum, yum. Out of the mirror. Ooh, if you say that word one more time. But that'll be a Santa? really special Christmas for or us. We get title. <laughs> and then we all die. All oh, right. Got this. Last but not least, my number one favorite Christmas episode of all time is on the West Wing. Ha ha! Monsieur Aaron Sorkin. Season 1, episode 10 again. Seems like the 10th episode is a frequent Christmas, Christmas episode. Works out the way with the it timing. Falls on yeah. the schedule. Uh, and the title is In Excelsis Deo. I Girl, saw that one title. a lot too. I've never seen. I did not know what that meant, even though I have sung that out loud many times. Mm-hmm. So I Googled it. Do you guys know what it means? What is Latin for? No, do tell. God is the highest. No. Did not know. I did not either. Hmm. Anyway, this is another one, like the Buffy one, where I could really get into this. I sobbed throughout this episode. There are a bunch of storylines going on. One is that Toby Ziegler, uh, he gets a call from the cops to come down to the Washington Monument where a homeless veteran has died. It's too cold and he froze to death on a bench. Mm. The reason they call him is because Toby's business card was in the pocket of the coat. And Mm. the reason for that is that he had donated that coat to Goodwill. So he doesn't know this man at all, but he gets completely sucked into this situation. Uh, the cops are pretty much indifferent. The body's just lying there. It's been lying there for hours. So Toby, without telling anyone, sort of uses his power um, to get this man an honor guard and a huge funeral and all the stuff that he's not exactly supposed to do mm-hmm. and doesn't tell anyone he's doing. And then at the end of the episode, when the president confronts him, he says, you know, this is a beautiful thing to do, but, like, every vet is going to come out of the woodwork expecting us to do this for him. Mm-hmm. And Toby says, yeah, I can only hope. Hi. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm fine, thank you, sir. Apparently, I've arranged for an honor guard for somebody. Yes, sir, I'm sorry. No, no, just tell me, is there anything else I've arranged for? We're still in NATO, right? Yes, sir. What's going on? A homeless man died last night, a Korean War veteran who was wearing a coat I gave to the Goodwill. It had my card in it. Toby, you're not responsible. an hour and 20 minutes for the ambulance to get there. A Lance Corporal, United States Marine Corps, second of the seventh. I got better treatment in Pan Munjong. Toby, if we start pulling strings like this, you don't think every homeless veteran will come out of the woodwork? I can only hope, sir. Like, that's kind of the point. Like, shouldn't we 
be doing that for them. Uh, there's another awful storyline where a young gay kid has been beaten. Um, and there's a whole conversation going on in the White House at the backdrop of, like, all of this, like, pomp and circumstance, like, the tree and all that he has to keep having to visit with all these children and, like, you know, sing carols. And then in the background, all this, like, actual, you know, there's a line, I think, in the episode where it's, like, this, the, um, the country doesn't close on Christmas Day. Like, we can't, <laughs> we can't just stop working because it's Christmas Eve. But this this kid's been beaten and he eventually dies. Like, he gets the news that the kid's died while he's speaking to this group of children. And he has to, like, leave and he finds out what's happening. And then he goes back and he's, like, he's in front of cameras and hundreds of photographers and all this stuff. And it's just crazy. You really get to see, like, the ups and downs of everything. But CJ, who's the press secretary, is really... Um, pushing hate crimes and everyone else is running around saying like stop mentioning hate crime legislation we, we're not sure where we're going to land on that issue right now like mm -hmm. it's not right to legislate against the way people think if if someone's murdered they're murdered and everyone should get the same penalty for that and she's Absolutely. saying bullshit they right. like went after this child mm -hmm. because he's gay and if we don't legislate against that, like, things will never change. Like, we have to be the better us. Mm -hmm. And anyways, it's this whole debate. And it's so interesting that even these, like, hardcore Democrats could be like, well, we don't know about this. Like, yeah. we don't know if this is a good idea kind of a thing. So it seems to have happened really early on in this. Um, season one, yeah. yeah. So it's like this is way back again in the early aughts. Maybe even in the late 90s. I think it was probably late 90s. Um, and then there's also funnier storylines that are going on, which is nice. Like, everyone's mad about their new Secret Service handles. Like, CJ's really tall. She's played by... Um, oh, my God. What is her name? Um, I've seen, like, one episode of The West mm, Wing. I have seen zero. Anyways. Allison Janney. Thank you. Allison Janney? Ooh. Yeah. She's a beautiful, tall woman. And uh, her Secret Service codename is Flamingo. And she's, like, super offended by it. She's, like, running around asking everybody else what their secret what their handles code are. names are yeah. and anyways yeah so and then there's another uh, that barely undercuts that first story though that is present rough. oh and it gets there's i can keep going there's yes, it was 1999 uh president bartlett sneaks out to a rare bookshop and goes christmas shopping mm -hmm. and the his like pr lady like wants to send press and like tell them like it's so adorable like you're going shopping on your own and he's like no like Leave me alone. I just yeah. want to go get some books. And um, there's a whole thing with Leo, and they're trying to get he. Oh God, it's anyway. It's I could yeah yeah. Leo is struggling, and they're trying to find blackmail to blackmail the person that's blackmailing them. And he's saying no. Like if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down. So it's just all these dramatic storylines happening, and it's like all the storylines that have been happening for the first ten episodes of the season are sort of colliding together with this backdrop of like all this beautiful singing and lights and kids running around and it's an amazing episode oh good i love it so much it's one of the shows like i it's i can't believe you guys haven't seen it because uh, you would love it so much especially the first four seasons where sorkin is just like on fire mm -hmm. it's brilliant it's so much it's on the list it's, it's so and i brilliant. really want to see it because it's around the millennium i want to when we watch cupid it made me really want to watch a lot of more late '90s stuff and see what I. I feel like it doesn't. Does it feel like a show that was made in the late '90s, early 2000s? Well, when I watched it, it's definitely like 
there's a line between like the, the how it looks like it was all square, square and the color it's like not HD so it definitely looks different for sure it's, it's, I'm, I mean more like the culture the language but other than that I think it definitely for sure on that show it doesn't feel like it, it would affect it as much just because it's outside of our normal well also the level of quality across the board is yeah nothing compared to Cupid like it's like a thousand percent better than that like, no. These people were winning Emmys and went on for yeah. eight seasons. Unlike yeah. Cupid, which Cupid, won nothing like, and yeah. ended after went one nowhere. season. Ended midway through one Probably didn't one. even get to Christmas. Oh, God. I, did, I wonder if they did. We'll never know. We should go back and No! We must have a Christmas episode. It must be magical. <laughs> Every episode. Did you guys want to drop a couple special mentions of other ones you watched? Uh, a Very Sunny Christmas. That's yeah. mine as well. I have that on DVD. It's on my shelf right over there. Great special. Surprise. It's, unfortunately, it's show. my favorite comedy on ever. It's it's Sunny, mm-hmm. but it's not one of my favorite episodes. It's good. It it's is a good, good episode, but it's uh, it's also like a very it, it's a dark Christmas. There's no silver lining anywhere in it, really. Which is okay with me. It, I, I I don't even it's know fine, what bothers me. It's, but it's, it doesn't feel very Christmas. Maybe it's just like it's not very them either. It's, even like like they they try to get that? a is it the one they get the present for the guy they wronged and uh, then they Frank Frank's old they they track down Frank's old business card. They're, they're trying to teach him. They're trying to teach Frank the meaning of Christmas, yeah. while Charlie and Mac are reliving their old Christmases and realizing yeah. that that's the best part oh, is Charlie yeah. and Mac's plotline where I they're realizing their that their old line. Christmases were nightmares. Yes, the flashbacks are really great. Oh, oh. my god, amazing! We should mention the Trailer Park Boys. They have an amazing oh, Christmas so special true. that I Why try didn't... to watch every year. Uh, they they that totally would. It was is it a separate movie or the it's special? A, it's not a. It was a TV movie, I think. Yeah. It wasn't definitely wasn't a theatrical movie, but I don't think it's like an episode. I think it's like a long one, and you get it's a flashback one, so you get to see like how Ricky's car was first damaged, mm-hmm. and it's just it's one of my favorites. I freaking it I ends love with it. them at church, like giving away joints, right? Yes. Yeah, it's, a it's lot a of things end with story. that. Yeah. I love the trailer. Let's all get high. Let's all get high and celebrate Christmas. Breaking much. Yeah, drunk and high. That's like their... Oh my God. It's their motto. So good. Maritimes. Yes. Uh, Community. Yeah. I know you don't love that episode. I rewatched it. I didn't... Wait, which one? Are you talking about Obbits? Yes. Very special Obbits. Uncontrollable Christmas. Very much just like all of their animated episodes. Claymated. I remember loving it the first time, then I rewatched it last week, and I didn't enjoy it as much. I think maybe I was just in a like a much sadder place that the first time I watched it. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god, I do need my friends." I I think for me, it's any show that does animated episodes. I don't care for even Futurama but did it, Jeff- where they did different styles of animations. Like I don't care for any of those episodes either. Jeff Winger in that episode is friggin' hilarious. Yeah. He's like, doesn't have this weird head. He's like, oh. I think the best the one. I think the yes. best one they did of the he animated ones was the video game. Even See, that, that was my before. least oh. favorite episode of Community of all time when they were what? in the video game. Really? Oh, God, that's so boring. Like, that's that incredible. whole season was terrible, but that was the best episode of the season, oh. I thought. Which, uh, was which really season boring. was that? Four. Oh, I see. It was Gassy. season four. When, when Harmon is gone yeah. and they were figuring and out every what every single doing. episode was just like, what the, what are you doing? I did not hate that season as much as most people. The Comic-Con episode? Yeah, me neither. Comic-Con was not a good episode, but it's... 
I also don't like season three, though, so I, I was already not on board you know with the community when I, I, season four rolled around. I, I don't feel like season four did so much wrong, but it didn't move forward. Like, it felt like it was treading a lot of water yeah. and muddying everything. I don't know. I just the characters were not... They weren't, they they weren't them. themselves. No. Yeah, it was strange. But we got Rick and Morty now. Yes. Mm. Onwards and upwards. There you go. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. Okay. How Lily Stole Christmas. Still haven't seen it's so It's a really much, great one. Actually, I've seen a couple of She and Marshall have just gotten back together. She finds an old answering machine, and there's a message on there where Ted is calling her a bitch. But every time they say bitch, they say Grinch. And How I Met Your Mother is really famous. Like, every time they're talking about joints, they say sandwich, and you see them smoking these giant sandwiches. Wow. It's like certain things they can't show on CBS. Right, okay. <laughs> so they just use euphemisms, but then they use them over and over again so that you know the references. So every time they say, like, why are you calling me a bitch, they say Grinch. Uh-huh. But you know they're... Right. Being bitch. Anyway, so she steals all the Christmas decorations and like cancels Christmas because she's so mad that he called her a bitch on a message like six months ago. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's I a good one. I think Frank oh, is better. Uh, much like Saskia, I've Frack, never, Frack. yeah, from Metal Star. But yeah. I've never seen. Uh, I've never really seen any How I Met Your Mother. Me I hear either. that they're great for those long term jokes. Yeah. It's like it's like that '70s show. Again, one it's a three camera that I just never favorite. made. It. I have all the DVDs, so anytime you want to dive in, it's absolutely adorable. It's freaking hilarious. Again, the last two three seasons completely, basically falls apart. But just I could see watching it for Jason Segel and NPA. I mean, the yeah. cast alone. I mean, the cast they're, they're is amazing. Great. That's I, yeah. Mm, it's I don't know. One of my favorites. It's just so the writing's great. It's so funny. It's a it's and a particular type of show. It yeah, is. definitely. Like, yeah, I think like I've, Friends. I will like, not. I was it. never a big Friends fan either. Uh, the closest I'd come to a show like that, where it's like that particular, maybe Big Bang, and I. I, I watch all of Big Bang, but I hate it I so quite, much. I think I would watch How I Met Your Mother over Big Bang. Oh God, I'm I sure have... it's a way better show. Mm, yeah, but I wouldn't watch either. <laughs> so, anyway, anyways, that's okay. I have one one more special mention. Lay it on us, and it is a drama, and it's uh, one of their few Christmas episodes, and it Damn. is The Sopranos. Mm. Oh. Sopranos, and the episode is titled "To Save Us All from Satan's Power." Oof. Oh gosh! And it's the episode they should have called "The Furry Creatures Ooh. in the Woodlands." I don't want to spoil this one, actually. Oh, For means... people who haven't seen it, there is something. It's it's in season three, mm-hmm. and after a major character death because he was found out to be, right. Right. Uh, you know what? It's it's twenty sixteen. It's Let's like say, I guess there's you a spoiler spoil warning. If you don't want to, if you haven't seen the Sopranos, turn this off. Turn Thanks off. for listening. Continue. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Exactly. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and continue. it's 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 put like Tony has flashbacks throughout the entire episode of killing pussy. And realizing how long Pussy has been working for the cops undercover and has been wearing wires, and he has flashbacks to the times when he was dressed up as Santa. Right, all these clues that he should have been clues. picking up on. And... He should have been, yeah, and he never did. And it's also the episode where Meadow and her boyfriend, Jackie Jr. Jackie Jr. Who Tony does not I approve love of. Jackie Jr. <laughs> He's such an idiot. He's, oh, He's I don't not, know why. Actually, I kind of like all world. the boys she ends up getting involved in. Yeah, like oh. they all have their, like, definite negatives but like as characters and like foils for like they're so different they're yeah. very, so much variety they're very like, interesting yeah I, I they could have easily gone the way of like always putting her with like an Italian kind of like Gino kind of guy yeah. but she was like 
all over the place. But Meadows, she's and she's lashing out. Yeah, so she's, she is. Totally, she's reacting. I dislike for sure. a lot of her boyfriends. I think a lot of them are real. Yeah, they're all weirdos. Genguses. Yeah. What was that? Except Finn. Finn was the one she was about gonna marry. I, I think so. They were together the longest. I think they lived together. Yes. But then, like, he kind of gets pulled into the situation with the mobsters yeah. when he sees uh, Vito. So, yes, getting his sucking yeah. dick at a construction site. Oh, so yeah. um, I think oh, once he yeah. realizes what her family is actually like, <laughs> he runs for the hills. Yes, he's a he does. Smart kid. Yeah, and she's smart, heartbroken. Smart, smart. Ugh, oh. poor girl. Yeah, I think that's where she starts to, to, to like sign on with the mobster. She like kind of takes her family's side. She decides like no one's gonna side with me and get me out of this because you can't get out she of that. She does side with her family, yes. And she chooses to become a lawyer and work for them, yeah. I believe. And starts believing all that ridiculous uh, anti-mob... Like, there's no mafia stuff. It's just culture. It's just culture. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, okay. So when this happens, this is a season three episode. I don't know which episode, but it's it's a great one. It yeah. is. I love seeing uh, Big Pussy drunk in that Santa suit. Yeah. Um, a- well, hey, guys. We had... At least 15, closer to 20 great picks here. Yeah, and if you so, have any that we missed, please let us know. Any that you love particularly that you think we should watch. Yes, yeah. if we haven't. Hit us up. For anything. We're at TV Donut. We're on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, TV Anywhere. Donut. Anywhere. And, uh, I don't know, I guess happy holidays? Yes. Merry Christmas. Happy, happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll see you uh, season two next year. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. 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 Now I heard that in Japan, everyone just lives in sin. They pray to several gods and put needles in their skin. On December 25th, all they do is eat a cake. And that is why I go to Japan and walk around and cry. Tyler, Mr. Shintoist, Merry fucking Christmas. God is gonna kick your ass, you infidelic pagan scum. In case you haven't noticed, there's festive things to do. So let's all rejoice for Jesus and Merry fucking Christmas to you. On Christmas Day, I travel around the world and say, Now is Christmas bonus and all you atheists too. Merry fucking Christmas to you. Thank you, Mr. Hand.